Welcome to the Nehemiah Entrepreneurship Community Podcast. I'm your host, Patrice Gay, and I'm here with my good friend, uh, a Glenn Reppel, who have really journeyed with us for, Lord, a long time now, my brother from another mother. Glenn, welcome to our podcast. My pleasure. My pleasure. Thank you. Well, Glenn, um, fortunately or unfortunately, um, we have you here on this on this particular circumstance, but it's an opportunity because um, you and I share the same worldview and the opportunity today is to give hope to the nation and to the world. So we are dealing with um, this series on our response to the George Floyd uh, situation uh, as Nehemiah Project. And, uh, and so we've had several people here already, and today we have Glenn Reppel, and we'll have some others uh, as we go throughout the weeks. And so, um, so first of all, um, uh, Glenn Reppel, just who Glenn Reppel, he's the founder and president of GIA Reppel, Reppel Financial Group, which manages several businesses, including GIA Reppel and Company, a national broker dealer and investment firm. Glenn's journey of preparation in financial service industry started in 1972 and led him to become a regional vice president for E.F. Hutton Financial Services. His responsibility were to recruit and train attorneys, CPAs, insurance agents, stockbrokers to work together providing financial planning services to clients and businesses. And Glenn then later on went on to start his own company. Glenn today is the uh, certified trainer for biblical entrepreneurship. He was chairman of the Nehemiah Project for several years. Glenn is, has been a catalyst that helped us go national. Glenn is involved with several organizations. He's also involved as a board member in several organizations as well, where he, uh, he's active in philanthropy. Uh, Glenn uh, gives both to Nehemiah and many other organizations around the country. We've asked Glenn to come to our studio for a couple of reasons. As part of our response to the George Floyd situation, Nehemiah Project, and for those who don't know what happened with George Floyd, please go to our website and read about it. Uh, but, but our response was we had a four-step response for us. Number one, that we would uh, begin a series of dialogue called The Journey that began actually today in our devotional. Those of you who get our devotionals, you probably receive, if you do not, go to our website, sign up for our devotionals, where we, um, where we, are, we create a framework for dialogue for individuals to begin to dialogue with others or the races through a, create, through a redemptive framework. Uh, the next step, uh, and that journey goes from the dream uh, to the betrayal, to the struggle, uh, to the rise to greatness, um, uh, to destiny, uh, to legacy, uh, and forgiveness. And then the other step for our, for our process uh, is to, um, to be able to have guests like Glenn on our podcast uh, to be able to to talk and showcase what God has already been doing around the country through people of diverse culture and races to both address racial issues, but also to show to show um, this to model, if you will, unity and reconciliation. Didn't just start now because one of the chance the media is only showing the, the the emotions and some of the and the problems, but they're not showcasing some of the things that are already happening and not talking proactively. So we wanted to, we also want our guests to share their perspective so that you can really listen to other people's perspective. Our guests have diverse views and, and the opportunity here is to hear their perspective, their angle, their thoughts, and their solutions. The other piece of our, of our response is to relaunch what we call the Urban Initiative, or now Charles Kears called the Urban Impact. We invited Charles Kears, who's our certified trainer with us and coach, uh, to lead this urban initiative. This is for us to intentionally, which Glenn was a part of helping to start. Now we have a leader there to help us to uh, serve the urban community in terms of entrepreneurship and business development. The last piece is to partner with other urban communities and businesses and organizations so that together we might be able to provide opportunity and education around entrepreneurship in the urban communities. Well, first, Glenn, um, welcome uh, to our podcast. Glenn, first of all, um, I'm sure you know about what's happening around the country. What are your thoughts in terms of this, this joint flood incident? And, um, and what do you think about the public response? 
Well, uh, it, it's it's really uh, it's it's what we would expect from a dark and fallen world. It's exactly what we'd expect. Um, is that race racism is a problem, uh, discrimination is a problem, and and the police profiling is a problem. However, uh, these are all problems, but there 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 is a a bigger problem. And the bigger problem is that what we've done is, is we've moved God out of our government, God of our culture, God out of our families. And so the consequence is what we're really seeing here. So the reporting and everything going on uh, is, is such that this is what we expect from a dark and lost world. And, and, uh, uh, and until we bring God back into the agenda, uh, we're going to continue to see uh, the agenda of the fallen world. And so we've been redeemed by the blood of Jesus. And so consequently, uh, we need to live. And, and what I've really been excited because this is an opportunity for us really to bring the truth of the gospel of Jesus Christ into our conversation because people have not heard the truth. And so, yeah, uh, this is what we expect. I mean, the, we don't want this. We don't want what has happened. Uh, we want justice to be served and justice happened on the cross with Jesus Christ. Injustice came through Adam and Eve uh, through the fall. And so we've been redeemed. And so constantly we as a body of Christ, as Christian business owners, as entrepreneurs in the marketplace have a real opportunity to bring and speak and change the atmosphere that's going on. Because the atmosphere that started with the COVID virus was the spirit of death, was the spirit of death was over the earth. And that's not the spirit. Jesus came to bring us life and to give us life more abundantly. And so we need to speak life because we're eternal beings made in the image and likeness of God. And so, yeah, we, we got to expect what has happened here, except from the kingdom of God, Christians that have been born again. We need to speak life into what's going on here and bring the forgiveness of God into our conversations. Amen. Amen. Welcome, David Jones. Good to see you. You know, David, our good friend from the Timothy Plan. Welcome, BB. You know, uh, Glenn, you had a chance to read our response. And yes. what do you think about the response of the EMI project and what we're initiating as a result of this? Oh, totally, totally. We've, we, your response is, is right on, is that what's happened is that the media has brought division rather than unity uh, into this. And again, they're speaking uh, uh, the world's uh, agenda, uh, which is fear and death and, and division. And, and we know that through Nehemiah Project, uh, as the minister, you've brought reconciliation uh, to, to the kingdom of God. And you're pointing to it. The whole teaching of biblical entrepreneurship is, is around uh, God is not fair. He's just. God is a just God bringing his justice, not man's justice. Man, uh, what, what's happened is that man is trying to find justice through the courtroom when we know that we've been adjudicated already righteous. And so uh, the message of teaching uh, the kingdom of God is really what, what we want to do is bring God's love into this unjust situation. Justice uh, is, is, is only, there's only one way to justice and that's through Jesus Christ. Amen. And so as we bring truth into this, and so man's down here fighting, and again, they've lost hope. And so, so constantly with no hope, we're seeing the consequences of, of a community and a society without God. Glenn, um, you were, when you first met us, introduced by Out Alley, we were a predominantly African-American organization out of Washington, D.C. For 10 years, we serve African-Americans. Our entire leadership were African-Americans. And you uh, single-handedly uh, helped. When, when you said, you said, Patrice, you went to BE, it really impacted you. You were the first white American to get certified in biblical white in general, from anywhere, to get certified in biblical entrepreneurship. You said, I love this. How can I help? 
And I said to you, Glenn, we want to take this and forgive me for saying this, but this is what I said, want to take this to white people. And you said, you know what? I know some white people. <laughs> I mean, you know, and, and you took it on as a, as part of your mission to leverage Gia Repl, which is a national organization with broker dealers, with, with advisors in almost all of the 50 states. You began to host classes online. You brought us to Orlando and you began to use your, your, your infrastructure. You became a major donor to the EMR project. Um, you, you, you became on the board and, and you helped us to go national. Now, and, and that's, and why, why am I saying this? Because I want the, the nation to hear that there are good things happening, not just didn't start now. This was close to 15 years ago. You, he, you came to Washington, D.C. in an all-black community, and you did this. Let me ask you, what was it that led you, a white man, to go into a black community and that you didn't know anybody to uh, be a part of this organization that was local, unknown, all black, and, and, and join it. And then because of that, all of what Nehemiah has become what it is now. Well, Patrice, that, that's a great question. And, and I would call this a holy moment is that when, when the Holy Spirit touches your heart, and again, the teaching that, that you brought and the passion that you brought uh, with the word of God living in you. Uh, and, and I said, this is a time uh, to bring some reconciliation. And so, so to come into to the black community as a white man um, uh, was the challenge for me. But I go, wait a minute. Uh, we have the same Holy Spirit living inside of us. So I said, that, that's what really drew me was the Holy Spirit. And then as I saw that, yeah, we may be different in certain ways, uh, but, but we are really the same through the Holy Spirit. Then as I saw the organization uh, grow and I saw that, wow, in, in one of our first annual uh, Nehemiah Week conferences to look in the room and see people from different nations uh, and speaking different languages, I saw this is the kingdom of God. This is a kingdom culture that's really being developed around the word of God. Uh, and again, that's one of the problems. One of the problems is, is the Christian, uh, we've taken God out of things. We know about God, but we don't know him personally. And, and Patrice, you're walking, your walk with the Lord was real. You weren't walking in religious activity. You had a real transformed life through the blood of Jesus Christ. And that was real. I saw that in you. And the curriculum that you wrote was just really office. It was, it was not a religious curriculum. It was about building a relationship with the Lord Jesus Christ and how to do business through that methodology. So as, as I got uh, convicted through the curriculum, I said, I think I, I want to try to help this because that's a part of, of mixing uh, business and, and ministry together and use them as a, as a platform to spread the gospel. Because I came to Christ in business and was discipled in business. So I see this as a tremendous way to spread the word of God through business. And you were an example of that. And so I just followed your lead and uh, uh, took it to our company uh, and use it as a training program uh, with our advisors around the country to help uh, to really transform their lives with the word of God in business. Because we've been trained to think that what we do on Sunday is sacred and what we do during the rest of the week is, is secular. And that's not true. Uh, we're one in Christ, and it, it is all a spiritual component of who we are. And every opportunity we have to meet 
with someone, a vendor, a client, a customer, whatever it is, is it can be a God moment uh, to really speak into their lives the truth because there's such a heaviness on society right now with the COVID and now uh, the George Floyd and, and just, just this dysfunction that's going on. But we have the peace of God that transcends all understanding. So, so what you brought in, Patrice, into my life was what I was looking for was a curriculum, uh, a, a way to bring the gospel into the marketplace in a way. And what you brought for me was a teaching curriculum because I wanted to teach the word of God and you allowed me to do what I wanted to do uh, was to teach not only business, but to teach the word of God. And it's really been a transformation for me also. You know, there are many people who are listening to us right now and you know, one of the challenges is that many times we our, our belief system has been hindered by what we see around us, right? Because many people told me that there weren't glens out there. Many people in the black community said there were not glens out there. They said, Patrice, white people will not work with you. They will not trust you. You can't trust them, that wall. But because we took the step of faith. And so right now, as this joyful thing is happening, there are many of us who are going to believe what the media is saying, that the George Floyd incident is, is suggesting that America has not progressed, that there are not Glenns out there. So, Glenn, just because our audience thinks you are unique, they say, you know what? Yeah, Glenn may have done it, but the next guy would not do it. Glenn, could, uh, let me ask you a question. Yes, every white person are not as you are. But, Glenn, are there other examples of a Patrice and Glenn relationship where a white male or white female went into a black community and created this kind of part. Is this unusual for you? Or do you, do you have you seen some of this stuff happen? Because I'm speak, saying that because we have to break the lie mm -hmm. that blacks and whites are not working together, that mm -hmm. whites are not willing and able to come to black communities and partner in an equitable way to grow something and make things happen. Could you speak a little bit? Glenn, speak for all white people right now for a minute for me and just tell me, do you see this as, you was this unique or have you seen this happen as well in other places? Well, I, what, 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 I guess a part of it is, is when we're operating in the Holy Spirit, there's, there's not this divide. If we're operating, we're seeing black or white or whatever. But if, if we are really furthering the kingdom of God, that's the mission and that's the purpose. There is no color. There is no race. There, it's, it's, it's now. And again, what, what I've, what I watched with you, I saw you even want, uh, uh, fight the, the, the denominational church. I saw you uh, dealing with religion versus the kingdom of God. And so as we teach the kingdom of God, uh, there's, there can be, uh, there can be fallout there because people want to own, uh, the curriculum. They want to own the, when they have control over certain things. Uh, but yeah, I, 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 I have seen, uh, uh, through particularly Nehemiah Project International, uh, the breaking down of the racial barriers as we go into uh, uh, various black churches and, and, and cross over. I've not really looked walking with you as one of being of color. I mean, it's, I, I, don't, I don't see that. I see a brother in Christ. And, and that's the real measure uh, is, is really, are we walking in the Holy Spirit? Or are we just really walking in a, a performance-based religion type, type of situation? But when we're walking in the Spirit, that's powerful. And it breaks down all the barriers. And so I've learned uh, through walking with you, Patrice, uh, I've, I've watched you uh, battle, <laughs> go, go into battle, into, in, into many battles, and, and, and how you've walked with victory uh, as you've gone through many circumstances uh, uh, to claim the gospel uh, within your own family, within your, your nation of Cameroon, uh, and, and then in just, just the battle of diversity that, that, is, that you've had to overcome uh, coming out of, of of the community there in Washington D.C. and and now how it's being embraced uh, uh, globally uh, and so and and how you brought entrepreneurs together, uh, uh, black and white and and various races. So it's really been exciting to see the Hispanic community come in and and just how how because it's in Christ. Uh, it's not 
It's not uh, saying, hey, I want to do this because uh, because it's a good thing to do. It's in Christ. And when we're brothers and sisters in Christ, we don't look at anything other than the Holy Spirit working working through us. And so consequently, and also going through the biblical entrepreneurship program also teaches a degree of integrity of our identity of who we are. So consequently, we build a degree of trust that's in Christ, not in the business side. It's in Christ. And consequently, we start walking as brothers and sisters in that trust and environment. Amen. Amen. I love what BB says. As a matter of fact, team, let's get BB's schedule on this podcast uh, so we can hear her story. Uh, I'm not sure if you know B.B. Ford, uh, Glenn. B.B. Ford is an African-American gal. Here's what she said. She said, that's right, Patrice. I'm thankful for the white pastors that have come alongside of the pregnancy uh, to help in Pine Hills here in Orlando. So B.B. is an example of a model of an African-American gal who has a vision and she's had otherwise come alongside her. So there are more. If you got stories like this, guys, share with us because we want to listen. We cannot let the media paint us in America that we don't know. Not saying that bad things are not happening, not saying that George Floyd was a unique incident. There is racism out there, but that's not all there is. I like what Glenn said. It's a sin issue. It's a sin issue. Yes. And so because it's a sin issue, you can have all kinds of problems. But where sin abound, great abound much more. So let's show grace. That's what we've chosen to showcase acts of grace so that people can see that other things are happening as well. So baby, you want to hear your story so that other can hear that it's more than just about Patrice Saguet, that there are BBs out there, that people are partnering. We're going to have Dexter here this week as well. And Dexter is going to share our Dexter, Glenn and I on, on Dexter's board. I'm the only blind guy on that board. It's me, Glenn, and other folks. And we are all helping Dexter to make his vision happen. Glenn, anything you want to add there before we go to the next question? Yeah, yeah, I do. I love BB. And so I've invested in her and she's using the book that I wrote on fraud and, and mentoring. I just love her. I love what she's doing. I love her heart to the, to the kingdom of, of God and how she's working with these young discipling these young women in the pregnancy center and just uh, bringing transformation to, to, to their lives. And again, that's the discipleship in that Jesus multiplied based upon one person at a time. So that's really a part of what we're doing here. Uh, there's only one way to change lives and that's through Jesus Christ. And we can do that one-on-one. And this is the discipleship that goes on in your teaching is what BB's doing. And, and, the, the, and I really believe we can change the culture. The enemy has lost and we have victory through the blood of Jesus Christ. And we have dominion here on earth. That's the calling that we have. And we use business as the platform to do that. I know when I came to Christ in 1983, where I really heard the voice of God, the church was closed. I wanted to be in the church from morning to evening. And, and so I really got discipled through business. And so with, with businessmen in our community and, and through different Bible studies and so forth. So I, I see this as the, the ecclesia of the church is expanding through Nehemiah Project International because it's not tied to a building. It's tied to a kingdom of God infrastructure uh, that is tearing down the walls of racism and is building the walls of the kingdom of God of righteousness, peace and joy in the Holy Spirit. And so that's the movement of God and the atmosphere that we want to bring in is the righteousness, peace, and joy that we have in Christ, not the hatred, the bitterness we have in the dark world. And, and also uh, what we have is, is the injustice. We don't have injustice. We have justice through Jesus Christ. Wow. Glenn, before the next question, I want to make sure people understand what Gia Repo does in the book you, you, you've learned. Team, let's put up uh, the Gia Repo, Repo website so that people might know. So, Glenn, tell us a bit about Gia Repo and then your book and where people can find the book. And the team is going to put up there uh, the link for it. Tell us about Gia Repo and the book. First, let's start with the company. 
Well, I, the, yeah, the company, we're, we're a broker-dealer securities firm. We have investment advisors. And one of the things we do that, that really is unique is, is that uh, part of the stand uh, that we take is that uh, from an investment standpoint, we look at the mutual funds, the stocks, the bonds that are out there, and we put them through screens. And we can tell you, are you participating in funding darkness? Uh, versus light, meaning part of what's many of the corporations that are out there are funding exactly what we're watching on the streets right now. They're funding hatred. Uh, they're funding uh, 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 life is not sacred. And so that's where they're funding much of the abortion uh, uh, that's going on with Planned Parenthood. So so we've done is we've taken a stand and we look for those investors that want to be involved. We, 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 we take their investments, screen them for them. Uh, and and we'll show them uh, and give them a report. And then we do financial planning, the estate planning, and we do generational estate planning, helping people pass as much as they can into the kingdom of God and also an equal amount to their heirs, reducing their taxes uh, in, in that process uh, while giving them a lifetime income. So it's a fun process, but most importantly, we're working in our fourth generation with many of our clients and in, in, in dealing with their issues. And again, so many families have dysfunctions within their families too. And so we want to work through those, bringing the peace of God into those families uh, and our advisors across the country. So we're, we're really excited, not only with our business model, but really excited with what's going on right now. So the book Fraud uh, uh, published, uh, came out over a year ago, but what's really neat about it is I didn't realize how important it, it, it is in today's culture because there's two chapters and there's 40 different chapters. Uh, one, one of the chapters deals with injustice and the other chapter deals with justice. And, and again, the enemy of God, uh, wants us to live under the spirit of injustice, which carries the spirit of offense. If we live offended in so many, and again, I carried for many years a spirit of offense, is I was so easily offended by a word or a deed or a business transaction, uh, is, is that when, when I really recognize and confess that I carry that, boy, and then by the blood of Jesus, I, 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 I've, I've, I've been redeemed from that. Uh, and to walk as Jesus did, he says, I, I, I carry, I'm not offended by anything. And so I, I don't give any landing strip to the enemy. So there's no offense. So in that, when we can walk with that, uh, with a spirit of, of forgiveness in us, uh, and so there's, there's, there's many lessons that are taught in there. And I'm just seeing that, and you can get this, uh, if you go to the REPL Minute, dot com you can see some of the various teachings we've had in there and also pick up the book uh on that the repl minute.com awesome and if you want more information about gia repl go to gia repl.com gia.com i believe glenn you are in all 50 states is that correct that's correct yes. all right excellent so and this is powerful here it is a, a, a an entrepreneur businessman who has built this national company um, have have been able to use that platform both in unifying the races in business, both in supporting calls around the world, and his whole entire business model is tied around moving resources from darkness into light. Let, let me ask you a question. So, you know, I, I I do realize that you are also pretty sensitive to the fact that in spite of our push for righteousness, there are those out there who are still prejudiced because of the sin. And you're pretty sensitive to that. I remember you and I went to a meeting and after the meeting, you pulled me and said, Patrice, did you notice anything different? And 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 you wanted to make sure that I was not in that meeting, that that person did not treat me uh, differently because I was I was black. Let's talk about it for a minute, Glenn, because I think that one of the challenges sometimes with, with African-Americans is that they feel as if sometimes whites don't do enough of what you did. In other words, it's one thing to recognize that, Glenn, that you're not racist, but it's another thing for you to go out of your way to make sure that, that somebody else was not treating your friend. And in that case, you were looking out for me. You were not in denial 
by the fact that some people may look as I've done the same thing on my side as I've seen African-Americans and as who've, who've been racist, who have treated tr or tried to treat some of my friends who are not African-Americans uh, or judge them because they were not black. Talk a bit about that in, in terms of um, what, what made you do that and why is that important for us as we work on all this? Well, Patrice, I love you. I care for you. And, and so consequently, as a brother in Christ, I just want to see everybody honor one another because that, that's what separates us from, from the world's belief system is, is the kingdom of God. And we walk in unity in Christ. They're going to see a difference. And so I know you and I also were standing one time uh, in a group of black pastors and I was the only white guy in there. Right. And they, they really had a hard time with that and said, well, what's going on here? How can he be in here? Uh, and, and so, so, so the prejudice is out there. And it's when I stood up and, and, and said, forgive me to the one black pastor. And we just broke down in tears is, is that we're in Christ. We're in Christ. And so as we walk as brothers and sisters in Christ, it breaks down all the walls. Uh, and, and the enemy has no stronghold, no landing strip. But if we walk in a racist attitude uh, with a spirit of offense, uh, that's given the landing strip and a spirit of division. The enemy's coming right into the church. It's coming right into that business. And, and we can't experience the victory in all that God has for us in our own lives, in our family, in our businesses. And so, uh, Patrice, you've walked, you've walked that out. You've lived it out. And as we've walked together, that's been a, a part uh, of which, which I think has made a difference. Isn't that powerful? As as our audience, both on on YouTube, uh, Facebook, those on the podcast, as you hear this, the the opportunity to model this right that blacks are to protect whites and whites are to protect blacks, right? Mm -hmm. and, and blacks are to protect Hispanics and Hispanics are to protect blacks. And you know, if we start looking out for each other in this way, if we start saying, "Though that's my friend," in other words, don't play to the stereotype do what you know is truth and right versus feeding into what everybody else want to feed into to, to somehow pretend as though that's everybody's reality, yeah. right? Don't be ashamed or don't feel like you have to, you have to feed into the narrative that the enemy wants us to feed into. Yeah. 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 That's, that's okay. See, and, and again, it's speaking truth into the situation. Amen. Is is that society would want to keep us separate, but the kingdom brings us together. Patrice, I can remember uh, at one of the Nehemiah weeks out in uh, Portland, uh, where we had uh, our, our first global uh, major meeting. Uh, where where you know, I just remember looking and said, "This is the United Nations of Kingdom companies where we could see trade going on between kingdom businesses worldwide. And this may be happening more now than ever uh, because we want global trade and we break down the barriers and we're now working as kingdom business to help. See, as opposed to looking at other people as something we can get from them, we want to look at how can we help and serve the body of Christ. Mm -hmm. is, is that when we are looking at our own Southeast gain, the kingdom doesn't get served that way. It's only when we break down and say, what can I do to help you? Do we expand the kingdom of God? And, wow. and that, that just, it, it, it just, uh, uh, and, and that those are actually kingdom. Those, those are holy moments that we can expand and grow with and serve wow. others. By the way, so Glenn has agreed to teach an online uh, principles of biblical instruction class for us. And the next one will be in September. Um, and we're going to be pushing it out. So if you're interested in joining a class where Glenn walks you through, I think about nine weeks or 10 weeks of biblical entrepreneurship, just visit our website, um, nehemiahproject.org or nehemiahecommunity.com, nehemiahecommunity.com. And just go to the search, find a class page, and you'll find that class so you can register. He's only taking, uh, what, 12, 15 people, Glenn? Uh, right. He's only taking about 15 people. 
So join there and be a part of that. Randy, good to see you, man. Thank you for being here. Glenn, you are a biblical entrepreneur and, and so am I. You teach biblical entrepreneurs and so do I. I know you notice I, I, the economic pattern of this thing. So first, uh, it was over a $20 counterfeit, right? So economics. And then uh, the George Floyd situation. And then this thing happens. And then people are looting and hurting businesses. Let's talk about the economics. It, it, it's not about the money. But as biblical entrepreneurs, you know, and I'm just thinking, let's reverse a little bit. Let's just think for a minute if, and I don't know whether or not it is true that he used a counterfeit. But let's assume he did. Let's just assume he did for a minute. Imagine the power, Glenn, of if uh, George Floyd and his, and his community he didn't have to do that because he was empowered entrepreneurial. But let's even go further. Imagine if um, we agreed, if we were at a state in our culture where over $20 a man doesn't have to die, right? Imagine that, that our heart was so redeemed. But more important than it, imagine as if this occurs that we understand the reality that, hey, listen, um, hurting business is not going to solve it because mm -hmm. it's only going to hurt our economy, which in turn will then hurt everybody else. Let's mm -hmm. talk about the economics because I think oftentimes, uh, because part of biblical entrepreneurs, but how do we redeem capitalism? How do we redeem our economy? Could you speak to that and the importance to having alternative and redemptive processes to make sure that we don't kill or die over money, but more important mm -hmm. than that, we value economics as a redemptive process for solving solutions. Wow. So, that's a that's a big subject. And again, see, Patrice, what what you've done too is in you've written one of the courses that we have that we teach on is the difference between capitalism, socialism, and the kingdom of God. And we recognize the kingdom of God economy that starts changing everything. Also, so a part of this is before we can change the economic climate, we have to understand who we are. We have to understand our identity in Christ. We understand our identity, the economy starts flowing and following us because we're moving in the kingdom economy rather than a manipulation type of economy, what's in it for me. And so, and so generosity flows, giving flows. And so out of it, as we change our heart, uh, our mind and renew our mind and get rid of the selfish desires we have got, further the kingdom and, and really are helping others, we're going to see the e economy change. So, so what happens is that, uh, and, and again, we've bought into the lies, so many lies about ourselves, uh, about blacks, about whites, uh, about our family. Uh, we have these soul wounds inside of us. Uh, we, we have, uh, so our belief system about ourselves, about others, and about God. And so as we redeem and, 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 and get rid of these lies, uh, we become uh, our soul. I mean, so, and again, I'm talking about believers. Believers are filled with lies. Uh, and they have our our soul wounds, and in in these wounds of our past, and again, uh, generational past. But again, we have our generation that goes all the way back to Adam. We've been redeemed by the blood of Jesus, and so as we begin knowing the finished work of Jesus Christ, who we are, what He did for us, and we can walk in the hope of the resurrected Christ and the power of God living in us. The spirit of God lives in us. And we can walk in that and walk in that power that we're unoffendable. We're unoffendable and we have been made righteous. We are the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus. And you know, uh, Patrice, when I teach in a live class, I have the students stand up and I say, who are you? And they say, I'm the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus. We recognize that identity of what Jesus did, not in our own self-righteous. So I believe the economy moves as we understand in our community, our identity of who we are. And if we don't recognize that, you know, and I, I never forget one of the classes that we taught out in uh, Utah, 
we'd broken up into a small group and of tables, and and this was this was actually a group that uh, kind of a rehab group that people were coming off of drugs and and uh, kind of an inner city type of of group. And and in this in the in this one roundtable, I didn't find this out till a year later. But in this in this roundtable, there's a realtor and there's a, a a a guy that had been selling drugs. And so the realtor said to the, the drug salesman, are you still selling drugs? He says, no. He said, well, if you can sell drugs and you can sell real estate, I'm going to get you licensed to sell real estate. I hear the story a year later that that the guy that was uh, the reformed, transformed drug salesman now selling real estate. I hear the story that he went to the pastor of the church that was really working in this this uh, inner city ministry that he came back to the pastor and says, I want to make up for the for the giving of, of the past year. And he gave a check of forty five thousand dollars to fund the ministry. And so that's a transformed life through the blood of Jesus Christ. That's how we read. It's it's not religion. Religion doesn't do it. But the transformed life in Jesus Christ changes people. And that's what we're looking for. Is you, understand, you understand now why Glenn's the, the, the type of talk today is spiritual and economics and entrepreneurship. Because this man, he's an ordained minister. And he's a, he's a marketplace preacher, Glenn. With that, let, let's talk about. Let's go further into economics. By the way, Glenn, uh, Michael says, "Praise God! I love these two soldiers for Christ." Michael, we love you too, my friend. Thank you so much for your comments. So, Glenn, um, as we prepare to wrap up here, give you give us your sense. If you have to give a a sense of direction here, what is the what is your sense for both spiritual? How do we bring spiritual and economic transformation into the urban community? What are some of your your, your thoughts about that? Yeah. Okay. I, I'm I'm really this this is I, I see part of it is, is is our belief system. We don't believe that change can happen. So if we believe that change can, happen, we're just see the darkness grow. But God has given us power, dunamis power. The same resurrection power lives inside of us. So what we do is we do it one by one. That was this the spiritual multiplication that Jesus did. He started with 12. And so I know I was discipled by a man that came into, into our business for a season. And when I needed, I needed that spiritual guidance. I need someone just loving and hugging on me as I went through a, a season in my life. He was there with me. He wasn't beating me over the head saying, you're a sinner. Look at all the stuff you're doing and everything else like that. He was bringing me and showing me the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus. So as we disciple one at a time and that one person goes out and disciples another and that person goes out and disciples another, we're going to see spiritual multiplication in, in the urban community. And this is where young biblical entrepreneurship uh, that Patrice and Nehemiah has done. And as we, we teach them that the hope, the hope is in Christ. And right now they're living without hope. And, and and if we're living without the hope that we can change the direction of this world, because Jesus says, I have overcome the, this world and he's living inside of us. And so as we speak with the dominion mandate that God's given us to go out and change lives and speak the truth of the gospel. And that's what we can do as business people in the marketplace. Wow. I love it. So, Glenn, I'm going to ask you a question, but you kind of already answered it. Um, are, are you still hopeful? Though, with all that's happening, are you, are you still hopeful and why? A absolutely, more than ever, because what's happening is we're seeing dark and light. And as we know, as light shines on darkness, it goes away. And so we've got to be that beacon light because the church hasn't really done this. They've stayed within the building with the steeple. We've got to get out. And that's where business really has the greatest impact. So kingdom business expanding is going to expand greater. And so, so with that, we've got to be the light. 
We've got to be the light of the world out there and, and bringing in a conversation. So the conversations, meaning what's going to, the spirit of death, the spirit of offense, uh, is, is the spirit of unforgiveness is out there. And so we've got to bring the spirit of truth, of righteousness, peace, and joy. The, the joy of the Lord is our strength. We got to bring that into people's lives. And so uh, one of the things we do here at the company is, and, and just in our company meeting today too, is we, we answer the phones. It's a beautiful day at GA Ruplin Company. And so we're starting to speak within ourselves now as we speak. It's a beautiful day. We, we've, it's, excuse me. We say it's a glorious day at GA Ruplin Company. It's a glorious day. We, we've got to recognize it is a glorious day. How we speak uh, to each other is really important. Let, let me give you one example of something I did uh, when the pandemic started. I, I came when, when they just announced uh, the pandemic and the COVID, uh, I walked into the office, the back door of the office. There's a, there's a group of our staff there. And, and I said, I'm contagious. I'm contagious. I'm contagious with the love of Jesus. Wow. That, that's spreading the love of Jesus. Then I went to two other meetings that day. One was a government meeting. And in that government meeting, I, I just, as they were socializing, I said, I want you to be the first one to know that I'm contagious. I'm contagious with the love of Jesus. We've got to spread that pandemic versus the pandemic of death and sin. We're bringing the righteousness of God because he's redeemed us. And, and he's empowered us to take the gospel message of his love to the world. Wow. Glenn, you are an evangelist of joy and hope. Glenn, as you prepare for your last question, let me tell you to the audience. Guys, if you enjoy this, uh, Lauren Mitchell loves Gia Repo, Glenn. Uh, she must be, must be a client. <laughs> she loves Gia Repo. That's awesome. Well, Glenn... Um, as you prepare, as you prepare to share your final uh, uh, response, let me share to our audience. Whether you are on Twitter watching us right now, whether you are on Facebook, whether you are on LinkedIn, whether you are on YouTube, whatever place that you're hearing this, or whether you are on one of the podcast channel, do me a favor. If you if this has impacted you, share this. Don't just hold it to yourself. Yeah. Share it with others so that others can hear and see a different. Uh, angle a different perspective. Oh, Bruce would have said he loves you too, Glenn. Bruce, I hope you love you too, Glenn. <laughs> share, this. share this, share this. Bruce, share this, share this. All right, because that's how we change the wave, right? We share, I mean, this, what Glenn shared today should be shared across the world, across America, so that people can hear a kingdom perspective. Again, we promise you today, you're going to hear a spiritual and an entrepreneurial solution, you got that. Glenn, um, right now, um, I'm, a, I'm a young Glenn Reppel. I'm, I'm, I'm you know, white male or female, business guy and so forth. And I'm like, wow, Glenn, I want to do what you did. I want, um, God is speaking to me to do something different, to do something. I want to have the courage to fly to an urban community like what you did 15 years ago to partner with a group that I know not. I want, you know, I want, Glenn, how do I, how do I get your courage, Glenn, so that I can do what you did and what you're doing? Because I see that 15 years later, there are fruits. You helped the ministry, Glenn, that was local to go international and national. Glenn, you, because of the risk you took years ago, look what God did. What advice would you give him how, how can they do what you did as well, Glenn? Well, first of all, it wasn't me doing it. <laughs> so, so we got we got to take that out of the equation. It was me doing it. It wouldn't have worked. Mm -hmm. But if it was the Holy Spirit working through in and through me, uh, then all things are possible. And so so that's the first thing is 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 walking in the spirit. You hear that, Bruce? <laughs> 
<laughs> Bruce teaches, uh, Bruce Woodard teaches on walking in the spirit. And so if we're walking in the spirit, all things are possible. So it's, it's listening, it's being in the word of God. Uh, the boldness comes from knowing who we are in Christ and and to know that all of our sins we've been forgiven we don't have to walk in shame and guilt and condemnation there is no condemnation for those who are in Christ Jesus who are walking by the spirit and so so we want to walk in that spirit listen to that spirit and and that moves away those selfish desires and 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 you start planting those seeds and so so begin having those holy righteous moments as you speak to people and you walk in it and we're speaking truth not what so i i heard this statement this week and i thought it was really good if we're going to be orchestrating uh, conducting an orchestra we have to turn our back to the crowd so we have to turn our back to the crowd because the crowd's more than likely going the wrong direction. And we have to bring the beautiful music of the kingdom of God as we direct our own and led by the Holy Spirit. And it's beautiful music when we're working together to further the kingdom. Wow. Glenn, how do they get in touch with you, um, whether it's connecting with you from a GRO perspective, get your book, or even are you available to come speak? Because people like you, need to be speaking out there and preaching out there are you available to come speak places or whether zoom places uh to share this message and how to get in touch with you sure sure they they can reach me at glenn g-l-e-n-n at g-a-r-e-p-p-l-e dot com and be glad to, to help and serve and uh uh, meet in a webinar or, wh or whatever, however I can, I can serve. We just got an invitation to come up there uh, to, to uh, Sioux Falls again today. That uh, they want to do a, some teaching up there. So that's kind of George Cope and I going up there. I love it. I love it. Chris Hood told about that this morning that he said, I'm Patrice, I'm bringing Glenn and George back to Sioux Falls. Awesome. Yeah. So Glenn, thank you so much. Hey, listen, if you want more information about Gia Reppel and Company, you might you you can visit uh, Glenn's website at grepple.com, uh, grepple.com. And if you want information about Glenn's book, you can go to onemoreminute.com. No, no, it's it's the Repel. Uh, um, uh, let me get that again. Yeah, pull that up for me, and then I'm gonna send the out thereppleminute.com. Thereppleminute.com. Go there to get more information. With that said, hey guys, I'm not sure about you, but my I got my money's worth. I got my money's worth. Glenn, you more than delivered. If you want to know more about the Nima Project, if you want to join us and be a part of our community so that together we can transform the world, uh, visit us at nehemiahproject.org or nehemiahecommunity.com. Nehemiahecommunity.com. There you can learn how we can partner with you to provide training, coaching, and access to capital and together transform the world. And so I wanna invite you to be a part of the Nehemiah entrepreneurship community and go to nehemiahecommunity.com. Team, thank you so much. And with that, let me leave you these words. Glenn, go ahead, Glenn, before I close. Yeah, yeah. I, I, up on the screen there, they have, it's G-A. Ah, G-E, all right. Thank you so much, Glenn, for that. GA Repo team, not GAREPL.com. With that, let me leave you with this. May the Lord bless you. May the Lord enable you to steward the talents he's placed under your care and to steward it in such a way that one day you may hear those wonderful words. Well done, good and faithful servant. You've been faithful over a few things. Now he'll make you rule over much. God bless you. Glenn, thank you so much. Love you all. God bless you all. Thank you all. God bless you.